Welcome back. Welcome back to Hope for Today. My name is Lynn Wilson, and today I have my friends from Hope for Today joining me. We're going to be doing a Thanksgiving chit-chat and uh, just getting some opinions on some of the things that we've been talking about. We've been talking about investing in lives and the difference that we can make by touching a life and leaving our imprint on a life. We've talked about living the golden rule even when we don't want to. We don't like the person, we don't like the situation, we don't think it's fair or right. That's not what the Bible says. It says we must be doing unto others as we would want them to do unto us. And then last week we talked about perspective. And that is the one thing that God has really been um, hammering away at my heart on perspective, perspective of people and things and gratefulness. We're in the season, tis the season to be thankful. We're headed into the holiday season and a lot of times we talk about it's the greatest season there is because hearts tend to be softer and change. And I was talking last week about different things that perspectives that I've seen and there was a girl in a wheelchair and her hands were, you know, not formed correctly and her look was not what we would say is the best and yet when she prayed she thanked the lord for her health and she thanked the lord for some other things that it was like this blow to me perspective and um even taking the time to invest in a life like that sometimes i would be a little i would shy away maybe because i'm awkward or i don't know what to say or other times because you know we just you know that's not my kind of people and um, then also just things with do it living the golden rule. There are times where I just don't want to be nice to you because I don't like you or I don't like what you say or your appearance or there's some situation, but that's not what the Bible says. And so God's really been changing my perspective and my heart. And the last three weeks I've really talked about, it's all about the heart. God doesn't need us to do anything. He has it all, but what he wants is our heart for people, for him, and to have a clear perspective and a focus on what it is he wants to do in our life. So now that we're entering this Thanksgiving season, holiday season, has God been showing you guys anything? Is there a verse that he's been really kind of teaching you? Or have you found yourself trying to live the golden rule better or investing in life better or grateful for something that maybe you haven't been grateful for that you see him changing your heart? I have to say over the last couple of months, um, since my dad's passing, and I know there's a lot of people right now that are in a season of grieving, I know a lot. Mm. Your dad passed not yes. a whole lot before mine did. I personally experienced people doing unto me. Yes. In in a different way. Um, a volunteer showed up with a cake. Mm -hmm. Just I know you might just need this right now. Yeah. Um, another friend started to say if there's anything I can do and then she shifted gears and she said I'm going to the store can I buy you a rotisserie chicken so you I don't like have that. to cook dinner yes yeah the practical and the don't wait for someone to ask you to help mm -hmm. but just do something just do it. practical yep. whether they use it then or put it in the freezer it shows them that you care and it's it's a tangible evidence yep. of their concern and love for you yep absolutely I talked about someone did it made a cake for me when my dad died and i said i questioned you know people will say well is that a, like if i were to do that for you is that enough and i said it was enough that chocolate cake was enough and just doing for somebody just baking a cake and sometimes that opens an avenue if you've been witnessing to someone i don't want your god but you just do a gesture for a neighbor mm -hmm. and you walk away 
and you baked them a pumpkin bread and no strings attached. You just did something. All of a sudden their heart seems to be a little bit more tender to, can you pray for me? I don't want to know about your God, but I need prayer. And it starts to open up those doors, I think. Um, yeah. By the way, this is Tyler, Ruthie and Sandra. Hello. So you have names to people. If you have any questions about what we're saying, you want to reach out to us in the description below is my email or you can give the office a call. We'd love to chat with you. Yeah, I think for like random acts of kindness, the mm -hmm. church that I used to was going to, um, we did that a lot. Like we had a week set apart and then we would um, just do random acts of kindness for the community. Mm -hmm. But like throughout the year, we told our um, congregation to just, you know, here's some cards, go give them out. Like find practical ways to, to be kind. To be kind. And that could be, you know, when you're at the gas pump and it's winter, mm -hmm. like you're giving them that card and a hand warm or, you know. That's oh, a that's great a cool idea. idea. Yeah. Get them at the dollar store and just keep them that's in your car. That's a great idea. Yeah. And that. then like packs of gum, we'll just Write give them Write that out. down. Get a hand warmer at the dollar store. Yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. Love that. So. That is a great yeah. idea. Yeah, I like that. And I'm learning um, that really uh, how to change and look at things in a different perspective. Mm -hmm. as, uh, giving to people is how the grace that God, God has shown yeah. to me. Yeah. He has given me so much uh, to enjoy and the grace that he has shown to me that I should share with others mm -hmm. in so many different ways. Just a card of encouragement mm -hmm. or just doing for them or just really just praying for them. I'll pray for you. Even if they don't want prayer, I just say, I meet so many people at the, uh, at, in the morning in the Keswick mm -hmm. Fitness Program. I just, I'm gonna pray for you, I'm gonna pray for you. A lot of people have gone through grief and uh, struggles in their families. Mm -hmm. And I just, I'm gonna pray for you. And if there's anything that I can do for you, let me know. I think one of the health. hardest things I find is people that are grieving. I never, I had family pass, but never somebody super close to me. And as much as you just say, oh, I feel bad for you, or I know what you're going through, it wasn't until my dad passed that I really knew. Mm -hmm. And I'm still going through, I haven't completely processed it. And I feel like I'm sort of aloof from life in some ways right now. And I'm trying to figure out how to get back to, and I'm needing to give myself grace yeah. to have a new perspective of what does God want me to do? I need to carry on the work that he started with witnessing to people. But it gave me a different perspective when your dad died. I understand that hurt. It's confusing it's lonely and i never understood that before yeah. and um and that change in what life looks like now yeah. especially as you said as we're heading into the holidays things are going to look different for our families yeah. this year and it's easy to focus on what's missing yeah but we're talking about thankfulness and gratefulness yeah. and we need to keep our focus on what we still have amen to that you and i still have our moms amen to that and we have siblings and you have kids, you have nieces yeah. and nephews. Those are the things that we hold on to when there is a very tangible loss. Absolutely. I think that that's what yeah. God wants us to do. We always look at, and it's just the, the loss that we have, the things that and hurt us so much and that we grieve. But then God wants to change that around. What do we still have? What yeah. are we grateful for? The blessings that he has given us, you know, with so many other people, just even a friend that there's so much to be grateful for. Absolutely. That Jesus is our friend and yeah. he does so much. He has done so much for us mm -hmm. to be grateful yep. for that. Yeah. The perspective of what is still in front of us. Yes. Right. I think we sometimes get blinded by our own 
stuff, breathing yes and selfishness and why not, how come me, all of that. I think that's part of grieving. It is. But we need to get, still remember God has a purpose and a plan. What's he doing? Why did he do that? I, that's what I keep trying to focus on. Okay, he took these people, but what's he got to do that he had to take them away? There's a purpose and a plan, and I need to keep my eyes open for that. You were going to yeah. jump in. And I think um, for us losing all those people that have been close to us, like for me and um, my wife, like we look at it and we're like, okay, well, yes, it didn't happen to us, but now we're going to, you know, it could. Yeah, it, it could, could and it will someday. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah. we're taking that time now to be like, okay, we're going to make it a point to like go see those people. Yep. Like her yep. grandmother and mm -hmm. grandfather, like they're getting up there in age and mm -hmm. we want to make sure that we can still spend That's those awesome. times with them. Yeah. yeah. And like my parents, they're not super old, but like, um, you know, they have some health issues so like we want to make sure that we're making a point to get mm -hmm. out there and to see them and you know spend that time yeah. however much time we have that's a great point so, uh, yeah. Tyler because uh, we do have the people that we are around us we have to take time and make an effort to build that relationship mm -hmm. with yeah. all our family members and even with friends mm -hmm. that that's what God wants us to do to show the love of God to other people that we do with us and yeah. build relationships Absolutely. and show yeah. the, the love of yeah. yeah, I think this season of loss is a great reminder of all that we do have and to be intentional mm -hmm. about making those connections and taking the opportunities yeah. to spend time with people. That's a good point. I like the word intentional. I think you were saying you, you're younger than mm -hmm. us. You're looking ahead to what will probably happen in the near future and kind of storing up those memories of, okay, this is how to handle it, but let's visit them now. I'm also looking at it from being older in, I'm going this direction. I'm not getting younger, I'm getting older. Who can I invest in? Mm -hmm. And that's been something the Lord has really laid on my heart in the last two years of, I talked about in one of the podcasts that um, our thumbprints, our fingerprints are our own. So when I reach you, mm -hmm. I've left my impression on your life. What kind of an impression have I left? And, well, some days I look and I think, I'm horrified by my reaction or my maybe not having a reaction when I should have. Or, you know, I'm a human being, I make mistakes and I need to make it right. But I think the more I grow in the Lord, he catches me quicker. And then I can make those accounts short. But I need to be investing in a life because my life is shorter at this end than at that end. And that life I invested, my dad invested in me, your dad invested in you taught us things, practical things every day, just doing how to change a tire on a car to how to witness to someone. And I need to then now start investing in the younger generation. And there's always somebody younger, there's always somebody older, but that investment in a life, that one life that you invest in can change the entire world. We don't know what God's doing in people's lives. And um, yeah, that's, I think investing in a life and changing my perspective of, is the two things God in the last probably six months has just hammered at me. And I, oh man, sometimes you just feel beat up. Like, yeah. okay, Lord, I feel like Swiss cheese. Like yeah. you've just thrown so much at me, but I have so much growing to do. Yeah. And like for, with that, like me and my friend back home in PA, like he isn't, he's still like growing into his faith. 
Um, and um, we started doing a, like, it's, on, it's like a devotional time, but like on the version app. So like mm-hmm. we share it and we do our devos on that. And there's a point where we talk about it. And it was funny how, you know, that sort of came out of nowhere. And I'm like, okay, cool. Like now I can pour into this person. Yeah. And, you know, he had no clue, but when everything was going on here with the loss that we um, had, it he picked the devotional and it was all about peace. And I'm like, oh, wow. Okay, so not only am I pouring into him, mm. but you're God, getting it back. Yeah, God's yeah. like also mm. pouring into me through him yeah. and using him to help me through my time. That's awesome. Yeah. So. That is. My husband, there's someone in our in our family circle, I guess you'd say, that would be somebody that you probably meet and say, he's a lost cause. And I'm sure we've all met those kind of people. I'm sure you guys have. And you just think, you know, and that person just irritates us to no end. Like, I'm done, I'm mm-hmm. done. And my husband and I started praying about it. And my husband's a lot more uh, in tune with the Lord's leading or probably more sensitive and I tend to fight back. And my husband said to me, he woke up and he said, you know what, I don't want him to be a lost cause. I am making a point of coming alongside of him and I'm praying how the Lord can use me in this person's life. Okay, you know, just that feeling. And I looked at my husband and I said, you're absolutely right. How many of us could, somebody can look at me and say, she's a lost cause. Mm -hmm. She's not good at this. She's terrible at that. She can't do, you can write a list about all my imperfections, but somebody felt enough of me at some point in my life Mm -hmm. to come alongside of me. And I looked at my husband and I was like, what perspective? I had to change my perspective of what I saw in this person. It's a human being that God created. God knows every hair on his head. God knows everything in his heart, the way he thinks and everything else. And who am I to be so judgmental to say he's a lost cause? That was last week with about five other things that God had to teach me. And I was like, oh, whenever I get into these podcasts and I come up with these titles, one was perspective that we just did last week. And it was like, everything I looked at, God was changing my perspective. And uh, I hope this holiday season is a time where, you know, we came out of 2020. Nobody wants to remember it, but there's things that were good that came out of it. And we forget to look at the good that came out of it. And there were some things that were not so good and they feel yucky, tasted yucky, everything else. But the point is he got us through it. And now we're in 21. Almost in 22, what perspective do we change? Who did we invest in? What things have God laid on our heart or changed in our heart to do for him? Um, It's all about him. It's not about us. And I think as a body of believers, as Christians, as the church, we've become so entitled Mm. that it's about me. And um, I like your chair better than this one. I deserve that. Well, why do I deserve it over you? And silly little things. And I think when God separated the church in 2020 from closing the doors for a time and brought us back, it gave us a good perspective on who was at the church because of this, that, and the next thing. And I didn't like that, so I'm not going there anymore. And um, very interesting, seeing how God's been working in the church, Mm -hmm. in the churches, in the local church, and in the individual people. I think he's sifted 
and there are some that went completely by the wayside and others grew completely closer to him. Yeah, it was it was a change because you yeah. had to like, okay, how do we do how do we do this? Right. Like, even for us here, here at Keswick, right. Right. Yeah. we're like how do we do how ministry? Do we, how do we do ministry? Right. How do we reach how do we touch a life yeah. without having them sitting in this room? Absolutely. And can it be done? Absolutely. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. And were you willing to do it? Are you willing to this isn't how we always did it yeah. and using technology that maybe we never used before and we're uncomfortable with. Yeah, yeah I, I don't like sitting in front of a camera. I don't like not seeing a person there. Yeah. It's weird, it's awkward. It's, you know, you know there's somebody through that screen and... But it's easier to connect face to face right. so you have to change Absolutely. your thinking. Yeah. Like you're saying, change your perspective. Yeah. There yeah. is somebody yeah. on the other side of that screen That's watching right. this. Yeah. Yep. And there's so. even more because right. with technology yeah. now, like like the room that we're in, it can fit 300 people. Yeah. But now we're reaching millions. Maybe. Worldwide. Yeah. The world. right. yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah. people that will never set foot on the property. Exactly. That's true. And we have more people that are hurting now. Yes. We have everything yes. that has gone yes. through the way, the new way of life. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. With the pandemic, the virus, the loss, everything different. But yet people need us yes. mm -hmm. in the technology that we do have, that yeah. God has yes. given the people wisdom, the young yeah. people right. to uh, right. just yeah. text, yeah. Yeah. to just yeah. uh, the smart way of doing it, um, mm -hmm. putting it so that everyone can see it. Absolutely. People have good points that are hurting, mm -hmm. that yeah. we can reach out to so many people mm -hmm. all over the world, and mm -hmm. we have people that do need it so much. And also, of course, we do need fellowship. Yeah. We do need yeah. people. We need to, to be with people, people absolutely, yeah. and that we can bring that as well, mm -hmm. alongside of opening the door that God wants us to to glorify Him mm -hmm. in situations when we are in uh, suffering, mm -hmm. when we have loss. That it is the Lord that we cling to because He is the one that's going to get us through, and we glorify Him, and that's how we grow. Mm -hmm. And He changes our perspective as you yeah. say. we learn that. Yeah. It's a learning process. It's uh, that he puts in our hearts to to just cling to him more and yeah. learn from him. Absolutely. Yeah. It, it really brought it home to me yesterday at church. And this is just purely a God thing, but we're in First Peter at my church. And the pastor talked about if you've tasted the goodness of the Lord, your response is to love others. And I think, oh. I know, it's not always easy, but I think every time we experience something yeah. that we know is clearly a God thing, a blessing that yeah. he's given us, it's not our instinctive response mm -hmm. to give back to someone else. It's our instinctive response to like hoard that and just, yeah. you know, soak that in for ourselves. But the response should be to pour that back into somebody else. And yeah. Right. And everything that we're talking about just takes me back to that message. Boy, that yeah. is so fitting for today. Yeah, it really it's, is. Yeah. It was a very, very timely reminder. So read First Peter 1. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's what God commands us to wow. do. We learn. Yes. And then we have to, you know, yes. just give it to someone else. Yeah. To share our heart, what God has given us. Yeah. To give to others. It's so important. And we miss that, like you said. We yeah. want to keep it or not even. We do. want it. We, we just want to soak it in and enjoy it and, and it's mine wallow in it I, and, I deserve that I yes. think we get back into it's mine it's mine and and uh yeah wow yeah absolutely hmm I was talking last week about um perspective of things and how you know maybe the Lord has blessed you with a new home mm -hmm. 
and you have the finances to furnish it and maybe you can get a great car and you can do all these things. There's nothing wrong with that. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. If God's blessed you, but um, it's all about your heart too. He's given you this beautiful home and the extra money to furnish it. It is now not for you to sit and enjoy every night sitting by the pool by yourself. Right. It is for you to now open your home. I remember the home we're in now where it's a rental. And so it's, I don't own the home, but every place we've ever gone in, the first night we're in, my husband has said we need to get dedicated to the Lord. And it's a small home, the rooms are small. Most of my furniture is thrift shop furniture. But it's, I tell people, come on in, kick your shoes off, make yourself at home. Mm -hmm. We want our home to be used by the Lord. Same with our, our van, I was talking about how it was gifted to us. It is not fancy, it's old, but it gets me from point A to point B. But if you were to call me, I need to not say, well, you wanna, can I borrow your van? I have my family here and I can't fit them in my car. It's not for me to say no, it's mine. I need to be able to, that's hard. It's not always easy to say, sure, no problem. Cause then you're thinking, are they gonna drive it the way I drive it? Are sure. they gonna put muddy feet in it? You know what? Yeah. It's not mine in the first place. And yeah. I have a friend that will not have anyone in our home unless you put, take your shoes off or you put rubber things around your shoes. Yeah. And her furniture is covered in plastic. Oh, wow. And I, hard not to judge mm -hmm. and have a perspective. Um, I know she came from nothing. Mm -hmm. Okay, so she, to her, this is precious. Mm -hmm. But to tell me to sit on a crinkly couch where you know, you're sticking to it because it's plastic covered. I don't know if I feel warm and invited in that home. And I think everything we do needs to stem back to, if I have someone in my home and I've offered you a piece of cake and coffee and you're comfortable and there's smells in the house are warm and, and the atmosphere is warm, I could share the Lord with you. And if you're not saved, what an opportunity for that warmth where if you're kind of feeling, you know, awkward you're not going to be as receptive and yeah. i think everything we do um, our perspective needs to change back to when we invest in a life we want them to grow in the lord mm -hmm. when we change a perspective and our heart is softened we need to be witnessing and have that tenderness to somebody and, and that um instinctiveness to know she's grieving don't come at her like you know that the biggest blackest bible i could find yeah. and hit her over the head you must be born yeah. again yeah you know, come at it from a different perspective mm -hmm. and be sensitive to God's leading in that way. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And and whatever we have, whether it's little or much, yes, God expects us to use it for others. Yes. To share and to glorify Him. So whether we have that beautiful, fancy, pristine home or a comfortable, shabby, sheet, worn-in yep. home, yep. it's not ours. It's a gift from Absolutely. Him. Absolutely. Yep. And I think changing my perspective too on people that have been blessed mm -hmm. and use their home for the Lord, they've been blessed in that way. And if I haven't, it's okay. Mm -hmm. God has blessed us all in different ways with different gifts and abilities. And where he has me is not where he has you guys. Right. You know, the people we connect with, the circle of friends that we have, who you're going to witness to. Um, I talked a few weeks ago about how we know the end of the story. We know we're going to glory. Mm -hmm. And we know that the purpose of the Lord dying on the cross is for us to have eternal life. And I said that one of us here could be the last one to witness to the last person that needs to be saved before the trumpet sounds. Mm -hmm. And I looked into the camera like I'm gonna do now. And I'm gonna say, are you that last one? 
that needs to know the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal savior. That is, I get choked up every time I say it. Who is that last one? The trumpet's gonna sound and the Lord is gonna return and we could be today sitting on this panel. I was, we were at a restaurant yesterday. We are at Noah's Costco's and we were in the restaurant and with all these people, it was mobbed. And I sat there and you know, I'm talking about perspective and I said to my husband, can you imagine if the rapture happened right now? How many of us would be gone and who would be left? The mm -hmm. store was mobbed. You would have thought it was the day before Christmas. It yeah. was that busy. Mm -hmm. And you know, you just think about in the church Sunday morning, you're going to show up and there's four of you there. Where's the congregation? Yeah. I thought it started uh, 10 minutes ago. Pastor's not here. There's no greeters at the door. The choir's not in the, mm -hmm. in the loft. And, and that will happen. And if you are not sure that you will spend eternity with the Lord Jesus Christ, you need to call us today. Don't settle on, I'm a good person. I've done all the right things. Yeah, the Lord wants you to be a good person. He wants you to do unto others. And doing all these things for the Lord are all great things, but he wants your heart. He wants your life. He wants to know that you and him have a personal relationship with each other. It's not about the money you have, the things you have, or the things you've done. He doesn't need your money. He doesn't need your things. He doesn't need your time. He doesn't need you. He needs your heart. And if you've not accepted the Lord as your personal savior, Thanksgiving season, Christmas season, that's what it's all about. Being thankful for the things that the Lord has given us. And he gave us his only son. He was born in a humble stable to save us, to be our savior. And you know, so many people I know pray to the mother of Jesus. She's in glory only by the grace of God. Her son died for her as well. She was a sinner like the rest of us. She was chosen to be God's, uh, Jesus's mother, but she's no different. She had a special role to play. That was her purpose in life. She could have refused that purpose, like the Lord could give any one of us a purpose and we say no. But she needed a savior just like the rest of us. So don't let this holiday season go by without you knowing for sure that you will spend eternity with the Lord Jesus Christ. I think at this point, we'll wrap this session up. I wanna thank each of my friends from Hope For Today being here. We all wanna wish you the best and happiest Thanksgiving. Thanks for coming over. We'll see you on the next podcast.